what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are. We disagree. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chick Chat. We, um, I am keeping up with my New Year's resolution, my February 1st resolution, to have more regular recordings. And look at me, having one in like two weeks from the last time I did it. So uh, I am keeping up with my resolution. Hope you are keeping up with yours too. Um, we are here in the Mesh Studios, Hickory, North Carolina, and we're under a tornado warning for the day. Um, awkwardly enough, uh, it's beautiful outside right now, but it's super, super windy. We had a nasty storm come through earlier today, but we're all safe and sound, so what better time than to be in the window-free studio just hanging out with my girls, having a little bit of chit-chat. So again, you're listening to Chick Chat on the Mesh, and hopefully you found us on iTunes or on Facebook or just uh, strolling around the internet. We're also um, now doing some recordings on Anchor. If you are not familiar with that, I suggest you check out that app, and we'll be posting a teaser for this after we finish the recording. Um, I have Suzanne here with me today. Suzanne, mm-hmm. my my soul. Sister-in-law. Yes, hello. Yes, hello. (laughs) Many of you may know her husband, Alan, who is also one of our hosts here on The Mesh. Also my brother, but she is married in. We've we've known each other for a long time now. Almost 20 years. Odd. Which is very odd, considering we're both 21. I know. (laughs) Goodness, I can still remember. I can still remember meeting you for the first time. Blue toenail polish. Uh Uh-huh. You had on blue toenail polish. We were at a concert. Yep. We sure were. In Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. And, um, and, and then be- not long after that, my brother asked me if it was too soon to propose. Yep. The uh, Never too soon when it's right. Consummate bachelor. I, I guess I hooked him. I don't know. I think you did at that bar, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was bar. totally a bar. At a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? I know, right? But it's been 20 years of wonderful friendship of us as well, I think. We've done a lot together. Yes. Which brings up my first topic. Oh, boy. So, you know, a lot of times we talk about all of our entertainment news, and we will. We'll get to that in just a minute. But I saw this article the other day, and I read it, and I was like, you know, I I think we should discuss this. So, I'm going to ask you. Okay. Are you spontaneous? Uh, Do you consider yourself spontaneous? No. 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 I am not spontaneous at all. I am... I am my worst critic. I'm afraid of my own shadow, so no. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to ever be spontaneous? Yes, I do. I really do. I want to be able to break out from from my own private jail. Well, I found, I I think about it whenever, I think spontaneous is the word or the character trait that most often if people say, you know, you, you, you spontaneous that people lie about. They always say, yeah, yeah. Like I'm totally spontaneous, but they're not like, I'm not real sure that there's anybody that can be 
truly spontaneous. Like get in the car and drive down to the beach just because it crossed your mind spontaneous? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I don't that. really know. You know, Chris Fry is one of our hosts here on The Mesh on Foot Candle, but he also works here in the studio with us. You know, he told me about this one time in college that he and his buddies were up like hanging out during the night. And um, and they were all like, let's go to the beach and watch the sunrise. And so they just got in their car and drove to the beach. And just went. Watched the sunrise and then turned around and drove back. Wow. No, no. You know, and I was thinking, well, I was pretty spontaneous in college, too. But then I realized I was not spontaneous. I was dumb. <laughs> I did. What's the difference? I did stupid stuff. Share I know. some stories with us, <laughs> you Mary know, Margaret. I don't think I can. <laughs> Although... Some of them you participated in. (laughs) Now, I will do spontaneous things if somebody else thinks about it, and I will not die from it. Okay. You, me, our other sister-in-law. Yes. We were in New York City. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we were going out to go, quote, sightseeing, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we said, let's find a tattoo parlor. Yep. Well... And we yes. did. Well, we did. And we got tattoos. But how I remember the story is, <laughs> Mary Margaret said, "We're gonna. I'm going to get a tattoo. I'm going to get a tattoo. <laughs> and stodgy, afraid of her own shadow, Suzanne said, uh, no, you're not. You won't do it. You won't do it. Because I wouldn't do it. Everybody so. doubted me. Yeah, yeah. And, and as I remember how the story went, as you were getting in the taxi and basically saying, you're coming with me or I'm coming back and showing you the tattoo, uh, our chaperone, your dear mother, my dear mother-in-law, said, make sure she doesn't get a tattoo. And I was like, no problem. <laughs> And we all three came back with tattoos. We did. And some fun stories at the tattoo sure parlor. Did. We went to the like largest tattoo parlor mm-hmm. in the United States. Yep. Um, I don't know if it's still open or not, but it was it was like a warehouse. Yeah, it was that pretty thing big. was gigantic. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Loud music, lots mm-hmm. of people. Yep. I think they were smoking inside. Oh, I can't absolutely. remember. Back then they were. I mean, yeah. this was 98 or whatever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was a freshman <laughs> in college when this happened. I was 18. Yeah. I was barely able to get a tattoo. Yeah. But I did. And you sure did. Yep. And then about a year and a half later, I was studying abroad and uh, right above London and you guys, you and my other sister-in-law, again, came to visit um, for your birthdays. That was like yep. your birthday gifts that year. Is you That's got to right. come over and visit me. And we went to, again and got tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> and piercings. Yes, And we, we got our hair. Yep. Now, who's not spontaneous? And again, when Mary Margaret says we dyed our hair, it was actually in the hotel room <laughs> with hotel towels. Yeah. And it looked like a bloody mess. I dyed my hair mahogany. I'll never forget it that. It was beautiful. It was it was called mahogany. Yeah. And it was um I used to think of that song. You know that song that gosh, I can't even remember who sang it now. We're saying, That girl over there, she's got mahogany hair. <laughs> that one I thought it was so cool. Like that the color I chose was called mahogany. Anyway, we, we did do a lot of crazy, fun things together. So yeah. I think that there is a moral mm-hmm. to the three of us getting together. Well, so our tattoo experience in London, or not London, it was actually in Grantham where we were live, where I was living. Yes, then it was 
by no means like the New York City one. We went the extreme opposite. Yes. We were like in a small little closet. Gr- it was a closet. It was a shed. <laughs> it was a shed with a gentleman named Sid. Yes. And Sid had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Pretty much the whole time. The whole time. For all three of us. Don't know that he put on gloves at any point. I'm not it's, sure. It's England. It there was. are different rules. And he told us that, too. He was like, bug off. Like, <laughs> don't don't even judge me because you're American yeah. and you're stodgy right now. Yeah. Yeah, so, we were the stodgy ones. So we were like, all right, whatever. And He we did got change tattoos. the needles. He sure did. Yeah. We did watch that. Yeah. But um, Sid, in the, in the hole... Yep. Was where we got those tattoos. And then we also went and got piercings, belly button piercings, if I remember correctly. Which I still tell to this day, they actually did numb us with spray. Do you remember that? Yeah, they sprayed it. It was super cold, and then it was numb, and you were numb for like almost a day. Yeah, and so you didn't feel it, and so we were like, yeah, let's get pierced everywhere, (laughs) which we didn't. No, no, that no, no, was no. one lack of spontaneity. <laughs> yeah. I stopped it at the belly button. We but, were like, "Yep." You know, so so I found this article that was basically like how to be spontaneous. Okay, and I'm like, you know, that's kind of awkward because here's an article to tell you how to plan on being spontaneous. That's ironic. Weird. Yeah. Um. So they they started off basically saying that you have to create an environment that fosters spontaneity. Okay. Okay. And so they say to create the the environment, here are some tips. Ask your friends if you are too predictable. Okay. Okay. Next is let go of limiting beliefs, such as during your life you have picked up beliefs that may hold you back. If you think it is weird to talk to a stranger or that you'll mess up if you try to do something differently – you have a limiting belief. I have a limiting belief. Well, yep. you need to let go of those limiting beliefs. I'm letting go. Let it go. Okay. <laughs> Next, look at the world through a child's eyes, which I completely agree with because okay. I think that my children are some of the funniest people around. Yes. And they don't give a flying, you know what? Yeah. About a lot of stuff. Like, especially my youngest, which obviously, you know, she's your niece. Yes. She, she, she don't care. Mm -mm. You know, she got red hair and she will flat out tell you red hair don't care. (laughs) And she means it. So I try to live my life like her. Yeah. She's, she's a good one to model. Yeah. Yeah. Yourself after. So, so. I'm, I'm okay with that. It says basically because children are endlessly curious. So they'll just try something once, which makes them spontaneous. Spontaneous. All right. This one's right up your alley. Okay. Reduce time wasters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get rid of that blank spare time. You know what? Instead of dead time in your life, yeah. do something unexpected. Because that's not going to change the way you spent your productive time. Mm. You're just going to be taken away from the dead time. Okay. Okay. Got plenty of that. Mm-hmm. Stop waiting for the perfect time. Oh, yeah. That's my excuse. Every time. I'm waiting for Mr. Right Time exactly. to come knocking on it's the door. Like, it's just like when people say, I don't, you know, I'm, we're not ready to be pregnant yet. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, it, you, and if you're going to wait for the perfect time to get pregnant. Then you will never get you pregnant. You will never get pregnant. Because exactly. it ain't the perfect time ever. Yes. All right. So you've set up your environment by doing those things. Okay. Okay, so here's some things to start acting spontaneous right now. I'm scared. Get up and dance right now. 
Do it. Oh, me? Yes. Oh, okay. Be spontaneous. Dancing. She is dancing. (laughs) She's spontaneous. She's dancing. Oh, my God. There you go. walks by the door. Oh, my gosh. Don't think that way. (laughs) Don't think that way. All right. So this says now add a twist to normal activities. Here's the explanation. Says, uh, this person says, normally I do my writing while sitting on my couch. But every once in a while, I like to spice things up and go to a local cafe. Okay. Okay. So maybe go for your morning jog along the same route every day. Instead, take a different route. Um, and in fact, you actually talked about this a while back to me because we have a really cool little uh, coffee shop mm-hmm. up the street from us that is walking distance. Um but it's locally owned. Yep. It's it's very cool and has Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just an artsy, cool place. And um, you told me that you had started trying to schedule some meetings there. Yep. I have some staff here in the in the office. Um, Abigail, who's producing over there right now, being one of them, and Andrew, some other people that basically have just in random times said, "I need to get out of the office for a little bit," and they go up to the coffee shop and they work from up there. Yeah. So you were already starting to do it, and it's just switching up your life a little bit. Maybe I am spontaneous. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, my God, I'm spontaneous. I'm spontaneous, and I didn't even realize it. (laughs) So maybe um, instead of planning a meeting up there, maybe just say, you know what? Instead of sitting at my desk and not needing anything other than my computer, go sit at the coffee shop for a little bit and do the exact same amount of work. Boom. Done. I'm doing it. Easy, right? All right. This one is go explore a new location. You know, it says you probably don't have to go very far to find a street that you've never walked on. There are some streets in our town that I was told never to drive into. Right. And I will drive into them now, but I don't know if I will walk into them. don't know if you'd walk into them. (laughs) However, however. Yeah. I, after reading this article, have thought about a couple of places around town where you could drive to and start out. Okay. And then walk the public sidewalk that we have all over town, like on our main strip um, in the area that you and I live. Okay. Um, there's a couple of bars and restaurants that are relatively close to each other that you could park at one. You could actually walk to a couple more. I love it. And I think people just assume because it's not like... They're not connected, that you can't walk to them. Right. But really, I mean, if you're a somewhat normal thinking person, you can walk beside traffic on a sidewalk because that's everybody does it. Everybody does it. That's where bicycles are riding, it's where people are running all the time in our city, you know. So it's very possible. I think that that could happen. Yeah. Um, But that would be a new road that I've never walked that road. Yeah. Driven on it every day. I don't walk it. And it's probably going to take a different perspective if I walk it. And just specifically focusing on the bar aspect, Mm -hmm. then you could literally not have to worry about how much alcohol you consume. From every stop to every stop. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's, It's like your own spontaneous bar crawl. I love it. Let's start it. But I have to plan to do my spontaneous bar crawl. (laughs) It's just one of those things you tuck in your back pocket for whenever you are out with friend one night or group or anything else. And you act like you were spontaneous. And you say, oh, my God, let's just walk 
yeah. up to the next place. Let's, Let's just, just walk. Let's and if drive. somebody's like, oh my God, it's too far. Be like, really? It's like two blocks. You know when it feels really, really good outside at night? Yeah. Like right when the sun is going down and you can walk yeah. to a place like that Love with it. your friends, yeah. you know, or friend or significant other or whatever. Go by yourself if you want to. I don't care. Drink by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I'm ready for that. <laughs> See, Abigail said, see, Abigail walks and drinks by herself all the time. Abigail is like this little tiny, wafy, sweet looking Audrey Hepburn esque girl. But yet, a little bit of hipster thrown in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But yet she walks to places on her own all and the time. She drinks. And she walks tough so that people don't mess with her. <laughs> just, just in I had, case. I, I was not sure what that face was. So I'm glad you explained. I thought maybe she's she you does not look tough drunk from the but from tough. the profile. No. But if she's walking like that and her swagger's on, she could probably kick your ass. Okay. Well, yeah. So or appear. Or appear that she yes, could. Yes. I do like the appearance of it. Okay. Um next is try a new hobby, activity, or a class. Okay. Which Again, this borderlines truly being spontaneous because if you want to try out a new class or something, there's usually schedules and you kind of have to follow that and pick it on the day that you can do it. But a new hobby or activity, which I feel like, again, you do Mm -hmm. every once in a while. Like there's something you sort of try out and you're you're going to get you do it. That's because I get bored easily. See? (laughs) So I move on. When you are bored, you become spontaneous. Yes. Ah, which brings up the next point. Say yes more often. Okay. If somebody asks you to do something and you're like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. Just say yes. I do make up a lot of excuses. I do too. I do too. Totally sometimes I... just want to sit and watch TV. Yeah. Like I'm just like, <laughs> I don't feel good. When really I just want to get caught up on some episodes. Absolutely. Or something. <laughs> I have no desire to be in public right now. And I want to drink in my sweats. So. Yes. Okay, the next one, it's talk to strangers. Mm, That scares me. I don't know that it does. I have seen you talk to strangers, maybe not recently, but (laughs) in our past lives. You, I have seen you walk up to a band that was playing at the bar we were visiting and tell them that you want to sing with them, and you sang songs with them. Was I drunk? Maybe. (laughs) There you go. And I remember specifically when, again, you came to visit me overseas, um, that you pretended to have a British accent. I did. And spoke to some people that were locals. Yes. And they bought it. They totally bought it. And then... We couldn't keep it up anymore, so we were like, oh, my God, you guys believed us. And they were like, you're an American. You know, and you're like, yep, ah! yep. I was heavily intoxicated. I know, I know, I know. But we were in London, so it didn't matter. It, di- it did not matter. <laughs> no, it did not. Yeah, so, uh, it, you know, I think, again, maybe talk to strangers is not like, you know, men in white vans with candy and hey, stuff mister do you yeah. need help finding your dog <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's more like hey if we're all at a if you're at a social function where maybe it's a community event you know a fundraiser or a party or something or if you're at a friend's party where mm-hmm. there's lots of people you probably don't know yeah talk to someone you don't know they are a stranger and sometimes i feel like stranger has a negative connotation with it when really it's just because you just don't know them all right so mary margaret you know me uh-huh. and you know how weird i am about overthinking uh-huh. so 
this is what goes through my mind whenever I want to go talk to somebody I don't know at a party. <laughs> yeah. I always become this super fake person, and I feel like they know. For really? instance, yeah, for instance. So if I were to go up to, you know, some person, I'm, I'm not even going to say a guy or a girl, just some person standing there. And I'm like, they look fun. You know, everybody else is laughing with them, whatever. Right. And there's like a break in the conversation. It's not like I'm Now's just... a chance. It's right. not like I'm just the person standing on the outside of the group staring. But, yeah. you know, then I go up to them and I'm just like, hey, so... Do you like hot dogs too? I mean, assuming that they're sure. at the buffet I, or and whatever. You're at a hot dog party. I, I feel like they're thinking, "Who are you? Go away!" <laughs> <laughs> because maybe that's what I think about people who go True. up to me. <laughs> maybe you know, and I think that might be that's exactly where I was going to go because I love talking to strangers. Yeah, I love talking to people that I don't know because people fascinate the hell out of me. Yeah, like I love people. I love. Meeting new people, learning about people, and then dismissing them if I want to. Yeah. Like, that's fine. You don't know a stranger. But I don't. I don't. But I, I, um, I mean, I understand what you're saying. You know, we're sometimes awkward. But I also feel like I'm a pretty darn good judge of people. And if, if you don't look appealing to me, not in a physical sense, but in like a aura of can approachable. Yeah. I ain't going to come talk to you. And then you're going to miss out because I'm awesome. So That is a very good good way of thinking See? i do like that there you go yep you gotta start thinking like that about yourself i have, be spontaneous about it just think of it yeah well it. because the longer i sit there and i think about it the less spontaneous i become i literally get on that opposite spectrum of spontaneity and so yes i again i am my own worst enemy with that understood but maybe mm-hmm. maybe chick chat can talk you off the ledge a little bit yeah i'm, I'm next for time it try it i am ready because this final um thing that point that they uh suggested here is to do something that scares you there's Which, so it could be many anything. things that scare me. <laughs> anything the older i get the more scared i am of stuff yeah. but um i mean it's basically saying that you know, if you have been afraid of heights, mm-hmm. maybe wait for a Groupon to come out. And when Groupon has skydiving Groupon, just buy it and just do it. Because as soon as you do it, then at least you can say you tried and Ugh. you were spontaneous about it. You know, and it's just saying that becoming more spontaneous doesn't mean putting an end to a long-term thinking or planning. Ideally, you should be able to create a plan, execute it, and then deviate from it whenever you wish. Planning is not the enemy. Instead, the culprit is fear. So wait a minute. With that, what you're trying to tell me is I'm in control? <gasps> yes. Man. Who would have thought? That is you a life changer. You can plan and then divert from it if you No like, way. Right? You do not have to step, stay true to your whole path. Hmm. Um, it says, so begin living a life where fear does not hold you back. Okay. As soon as you do that... You'll get into the habit of becoming more spontaneous. Well, and on that note, and Abigail may appreciate this too. So there is at our local theater um, auditions for Young Frankenstein. And I love, like I hope most people do, um, Young Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. So I want to audition for that play so bad. But you know the one reason I want because I'm afraid I will forget my lines if I get a part. Hadn't even got the part. Hadn't even auditioned for <laughs> Don't it. even, not even nervous about auditioning. Not, could care less about the audition. I'm afraid 
14 steps in the future. Yeah. So. That, yeah. Hmm. So, Abigail, any tips for someone who was just in a play? Just do it. Abigail has just (sighs) been in To Kill a Mockingbird here in our hometown Mm -hmm. and um, had rave reviews as Miss Stephanie. And said that she got bitten by the acting bug. Oh, because wants of it. to go back. Wants to go back and act more now. I did. You know what? I just got cast as uh, the lead in Pygmalion. Hey, look at you! Ooh. She just got cast as the Which lead in Pygmalion. Which wow. that's Eliza, though, right? Yeah, that's, that's Eliza Doolittle. My Fair Lady. Oh, you'll be so good at that. It's My Fair Lady non-musical. Which is. Funny because I compared her to Audrey Hepburn. True, See? and and Pygmalion last night was a clue on Jeopardy. Just throwing that out. There. Boom. Just saying it was meant kismet. to be. Thanks. Meant to be. Yes. Now, if I could just have a sign to not be cast as like Igor or or Frau Brucher, <laughs> you know, they'd be like, "You'd be awesome as this one," and you're like, "Damn it." Or Frankenstein, the monster himself. Be on stage for a minute. (laughs) You know what? I I've always you know said because I used to do some acting stuff when I was a lot younger, Mm. but um, and I always enjoyed it. But I've always said that you know before my time is up, I will be doing another play like locally here. I want to do one. Should totally do it. So um, I don't want to do Young Frankenstein, but (laughs) awesome. Moving on. Mm This goes back into a little bit of entertainment stuff. I don't have any cool seg- segue into it or anything, but I did put out a question the other day on our Facebook page and asked if anybody had any specific topics that they wanted me to discuss. Okay. And one of our friends got on there and basically asked for us to talk about Kanye's debt. Have you heard about this? I have. Okay. I have heard about it. Okay. So let me just give you a little bit of a background. Okay. Okay, cuz I had to do some research because I try to block him out sometimes. <laughs> not a huge fan, not I just think he's a little too much for me. He's he's off. Yes. Yeah, he's off. Um so he started these string of tweets. Okay? Okay. Um back on February 13th, right? And it basically says, "I want this to you. No, I write this to you, my brothers." While still $53 million in personal debt, please pray we overcome. This is my true heart. Okay. There are so many questions I have (laughs) and issues that I have with this. Then it gets better because he later tweets, I don't have enough resources to create what I really can. Mm -hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Another tweet. Yes, I am personally rich. And I can buy furs and houses for my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Next that's tweet. essential. Right. Next tweet. But I need access to more money in order to bring more beautiful ideas into the world. Mm-hmm. Next tweet. If I spent my money on my ideas, I could not afford to take care of my family. I am in a place that so many artists end up. Next tweet. Right. For the past three years, people who knew about the debt tried to use it against me in negotiations. Next tweet. So I wanted the world to know my struggle. Next tweet. My dreams brought me into debt, and I'm close to seeing the light of day. So <clears throat> questions that I have mm-hmm. are, um, mm-hmm. 
He's married to what I would assume is a filthy rich family. Kim Kardashian. Okay. A. B. Um, he has put out albums, etc. Successfully. Successfully. Yeah, like extremely successful. And, okay, so... My my other question would be, why are you airing out your dirty laundry? But oh, there dirty. again, look at what his wife's done. Look yeah. at what she aired out. Look at how she aired out some. <laughs> I think it's incredibly tacky yeah. that he's put it out this way. Yeah. I get the hidden message behind it, I think, which is he wants to have no boundaries to his creativity. And unfortunately, in the world that we live in, you have to have money to achieve that. Agreed. I do agree with that. Yeah. But it just seems like his PR person didn't assist him in saying, <laughs> right. you know, let's not let's yeah. not say you're in debt. Mm-hmm. Because now it's going to make it look like when his wife is spending money. Or him. Right. Because he's buying furs and houses. Which, again, <laughs> up there in the major it. essentials of supporting children and right. your wife. Two kids, which he has now. Yeah. Well, at least they have the furs to keep them warm. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, there again, I think that there could have been another way that he could have expressed that he wants no limits to his creativity. Right. Just not this way. Because now this makes him look like he's whining yeah and and as the lady you know our our listener on facebook basically said should we hold a bake sale for him you know a chick chat bake sale because it's almost like he's asking for help somehow yeah in an inappropriate way what would we sell at a kanye west fundraising bake sale hot cross buns (laughs) (laughs) for sure I mean, Twinkies I'm, and ho-hos. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Ding-dongs. <laughs> Ding-dongs, ho-hos, and you hoos And you hoos <laughs> and, and if there's not a dessert called Whatnots, I, I think would, we should invent them. I would them. make one. <laughs> <laughs> make buns in the shapes of... Kim Kardashian's buns? <laughs> Earphones and stuff. They would be king size. I mean, I, I did a little reading in this article, and, you know, there were some things, such as um, he started his own label, which obviously takes a lot of money up front and a lot of, you know, winging a prayer yeah. type thing. Even if you are successful as your own and an artist, if you're going to have a label, you've got to have others on there to support you. Right. Which took up a lot of his money apparently. And he, I'm sure that not all of this was managed just the best way. Right. It sounds like, um, he then, um, got asked to help create this line of merchandise, mm-hmm. um, clothing and whatnot. And then, he was marketing it to fans of his record label, but that clothing line basically didn't get bought by any stores. Mm-hmm. So here he had fronted some of the money to produce the stuff, okay. but never. And of course, if you have merchandise or anything to make any money, you've got to be in stores to sell right. mass quantities of it. So that took him down a notch too. Mm-hmm. But it just seems, you know what, if I was, was it 53, 58, $53 million in debt, I sure as hell would probably be like kissing ass instead of, you know, being rude and right. and 
and arrogant, showy yeah. like this. Yep. Like it seems like I would be the first person going like, "Hey, let's <laughs> let's be friends. Let's work out a new plan together, and let's do something big." Exactly. Instead, it seems like he's just pissing people off. He's basically, and it sounds like he may be pressuring people too. Yeah. Or a if you don't like my brand, then you're not a supporter of the arts, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, well, that's pressuring people. You know, he's the one that went up on stage, what, a couple of years ago and like took the microphone out of Taylor Swift's yes. hand while he was up there. And then it got revisited this year during the Grammys because Taylor Swift won an award and he made a comment in one of his songs. And forgive me if I'm not correct about this, but from what I understand, in one of his songs, he refers to, oh, he refers to having sex with Taylor. Oh. And it just says Taylor. Like, me and Taylor would still have sex. Or something like that. Happy Valentine's yeah. Day, Kim. Kim. And it says something about, because I'm the reason she's famous. Mm-hmm. Because, referring back to when he got up there and, like, you know, showboated around during her right. and all this stuff. Well, then... Taylor wins a Grammy this year. She won lots of Grammys this year. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying I'm the biggest Taylor Swift fan, but she was up there on stage a lot. Yeah. And he was a no-show, of course, because, you know. Did he win anything? No, he didn't win anything. Well, there you go. And she, in her acceptance speech for, like, Record of the Year or Artist of the Year or whatever it was, she said something to the extent of, you know, don't let, you know, to all the women out there, don't let somebody take credit for your success. Mm-hmm. She's like, cause when you're up on this stage, you're going to look back at all the hard work that you've done and you will know that it is you mm-hmm. who got yourself here. Nobody else is responsible for it. And I'm summarizing obviously. Yeah. And it was obviously a jab at him. She could have said Kanye or she could have referred to somebody, but she didn't like he would have done. He absolutely would have and said did. Taylor or this or that or whatever. But for some she reason, did not. And, she was classy about it. I'll give her that. You know, if if somebody wants to write in and explain this to me or whatever, because I'm certainly not going to look it up. But if somebody wants to explain to me what his obsession with her is, I would like to know because he's that's insecure exactly. And he's jealous. <sighs> I know of a little blonde girl. And don't tell people you're fifty three, fifty eight million, million dollars in, in debt. debt. Right. It just seems obvious to me. Yeah, he's not getting it. Something is just not mm-hmm. clicking for him. And you know, I'm an assuming prenups were signed and stuff probably God, before so. this marriage. Yeah. So I mean he's probably it's probably why he's still with Kim. Yep. If I'm gonna have to point fingers. Yep. It's cause she isn't in debt. Because she's got the bankroll. That's right. That's right. Because when you look at it, the woman and or her family, I don't know who started that whole Kardashian uh, craze, fashion, whatever, but it's still pretty popular, especially for these these kid these women you know yeah. and i know rob kardashian's a part of it too but not really he's dropped off he has dropped you. off yeah. okay so he, he prefers he woke to up not and, be a part of it all right but somebody came up with the idea and it has worked to put these women who offer absolutely nothing to society and they're so famous yes so yes. she did it right not saying it was her it could have been her mom it could have yeah. been you know a collection of the sisters i don't know so he just needs to rethink, and I know that that's easier said than done, and or get a PR person who can help him rethink his marketing strategy. And it's it's one of those things he's going to start 
it's it's not going to be able to recover right if he goes much farther exactly because he's borderlining on appearing insane yeah if he's not right yeah. if he's not already just bungee jumped off of the insanity bridge yeah so weirdo head first without uh, the bungee cord. no kidding i'm with the band on the mesh.tv features regional music acts discussing their craft and live performances subscribe to i'm with the band on the mesh.tv and swim around in the heads of your favorite regional musicians Um, so we we were just talking about the Grammys and mm-hmm. how Taylor won big, and you know Kanye wasn't there. Um, it it I, did you watch the Grammys at all? I did not. Okay, so there were a couple things that were pretty awesome about the Grammys okay. this year. So Adele performed. Do you like Adele? I do. Okay, she performed behind this horrible lighting design, oh. which made her appear green of <gasps> sorts. The sound was off. She was a little pitchy, um, which she admits she's like, I'm always pitchy, but she's like, at least I'm consistent with it. And I can never imagine that perfect voice being pitchy. And I mean, it was still an amazing performance because she's just a powerhouse. But um, I mean, the internet just went bonkers over it. Mm-hmm. You know, So go back and look at that performance and be like, Ooh, yeah, it's probably not your best, but you are live on a stage like, holy cow. Yeah. It's not the recorded version, which is glad. But the biggest part of the night, I thought, was there were a lot of tributes. Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> Stevie Wonder and Pentatonix. You know who they are? They're the acapella group. Oh, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. So Stevie Wonder and Pentatonix. 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 I feel like, hang on just a minute. Is just there an pause that. <laughs> pause that for a second. Did you ever see my big fat Greek wedding when the a aunt a budget cake? Yeah, yeah, cake. no, yeah, with the mom. The moms <laughs> were trying to get the budget cake. The budget cake. The budget cake. cake. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's why I feel like this pentatonic is. Is it pentatonics or pentatonic? Pentatonic. Abigail, Google that. Pentatonics. Anywho, they're really good. Mm. They're the acapella group. They came out and they did an acapella version with Stevie Wonder in a tribute to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, I like And then they presented an award. I can't remember what the award was, but um, it was written in Braille so that Stevie Wonder could read it on the card. Oh. And when he opened it up, the card was like flapping around. You could see the card. And I was like, oh, man, like he's just showing everybody the winner and stuff. And he held up the card and said... Ha ha, you can't read it because y'all don't know Braille. (laughs) (laughs) And then they cut to the people that were up for the award, and they're all sitting there like, get on with it. Like, this is annoying. I'm waiting. I can't see their reaction. I can't see your faces, so I don't Uh, know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I know, I know. I just, I had to say it because somebody else was thinking it. Yes. Okay. But they did a very cool little tribute to them, but that was just a really short little one. Um, The Eagles. All came out oh, and performed. Oh, yeah. Yep, and had Glenn's picture up there behind him. Um, wow. Uh, what's his name? Uh, that's in the Eagles that plays uh, the drums. Um, Don Don Henley. Yes. Thank you. Looked like he would rather be anywhere 
but there. Oh, come on, Donnie. <laughs> it was like Keep he it was, together. He was pissed off that he was behind the drums again, basically. Because <laughs> they stuck him back there and he was just like, nah, nah. <laughs> He couldn't even so fake it for he was, five yeah, minutes. He was a little like, blah. <laughs> and let's see. Oh, Lady Gaga did a tribute to David Bowie. I saw her in her garb. Yes. She had the orange hair, had the jumpsuit on, did this really cool special effect at the beginning with like uh, fake makeup and stuff, or makeup that was computer generated on her and stuff. Anyway, it was was cool. Wow. But. Yeah. Um, so apparently David Bowie's son. Duncan. Duncan. Jones. Jones was not a fan of it. Uh, and he tweeted afterwards, and I can't remember the exact way that he put it, but it said something like, uh, it was written like you would see in a dictionary, you yeah. know, um, to be extreme and obnoxious or something like that. And then it was like colon or blah, 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 whatever. And it was the definition of Gaga. <gasps> and it was not flattering. Oh, yeah. That's so mean. it was it was weird because I'm kind of watching it going, holy cow, like she really and she said that she came or they said that she came to the Grammys committee and was like, let me do it because he's like the most influential person in my life. Yeah, she was doing it as a tribute. Absolutely. And the son missed that. Yeah. And she looked like him. Mm -hmm. She performed like him. You could tell she had like studied his moves. She was acting just like him. And, you know, I don't care if she was a little over the top because so was David Bowie. Exactly. Exactly. He was too, you know, and she did a lot of the older songs. This was not his newer stuff that was a little more tame. She was performing, you know, Ziggy Stardust type stuff. So she was a little out there and it was a little psychedelic. But I don't know. I kind of thought she sounded and looked just like him. I mean, did Duncan forget that his father sort of kind of helped paved that weird way? way? Yeah. yeah. And and so mm. I don't know. But it was, again, Twitter and everybody else was all ablaze because here Duncan had made this comment. And he never said Gaga, but they said this is how Webster defines the term Gaga. Mm. And it was, you know, to be to describe. Be crazy or uh, extreme or something like that, and mm-hmm. it just wasn't flattering. Oh, that's that's yeah. that's very tasteless of yeah. Duncan Jones. Yeah. So then there was a tribute to Lionel Richie. Who, a tribute to Lionel Richie. Yes, who got the? Hello? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he got like a um, a Legends Award or something like that, right? Okay. So they had some performers come out and do like a little medley. Okay. Of Lionel Richie songs. I ain't gonna lie. I love me some Lionel Richie songs. Okay. But hey. Grew, grew up on them. So. Don't be afraid. I know them. Right. Yes. Okay. First one, John Legend. Okay. Comes out and sings. And um, sings Easy. Like Sunday morning. Yes. And beautiful. Beautiful. And mm-hmm. John Legend sings great anyway. So right. it was great. They showed a clip of Lionel Richie out in the audience, and he's just like, yeah, and he's he's into it. And he's singing along with them. Uh-huh. It was great. And then just when you want that song to keep going, he says, ladies and gentlemen, Demi Lovato. And I was like, oh, crap. You know? <laughs> so Al walks Demi Lovato. Okay. And she sings something else. I can't remember what it was. Um and nailed it. I was literally had my jaw on the floor going, holy crap, okay. the girl's got pipes. Yeah. Okay. 
It was great. I was like, this is fabulous. Then Demi says, ladies and gentlemen, Luke Bryan. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Isn't that a country singer? Sure is. Where are we going with this? I know. He sang Penny Lover. Penny Lover. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I was like, oh, Uh, geez, why is he here? Someone did remind me on Twitter that evening that uh, Lionel Richie did a country album one time. When was that? Didn't know that, but apparently he did. Did he use his own name? I think so. Yeah, he did a country album. I didn't know that, but Mm. apparently he did. So Didn't change his genre, so must have not sold a lot. Right. (laughs) So then Luke Bryan sings, and you're like, okay. Luke Bryan, got it. Yeah. Then um, he says, ladies and gentlemen, Megan Trainer. Yeah. I could give or take Megan Trainer. you yeah. know? I mean, yeah, yeah. whatever. She's wholesome enough that she's not, like, slutty. She you know, feel comfortable being a size 14. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. it's all about that base. It is about that base, <laughs> which, ironically, I don't have. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No treble. Um, so she comes out and she sings and it was, it was okay. It was fine, whatever. And then she's like, ladies and gentlemen, Tyrese. And I was like, Tyrese, like, isn't he like an actor and model or something? Yeah. Show host. I don't know. He comes out and sang and I was like, what? How'd he do? What'd he sing? Maybe he was dancing in the street or... I didn't remember. He didn't do Brick House, did he? Oh, he did do Brick House. You're right. Did he? He did Brick House. Boom. Yes, he did. He <laughs> did Brick House. And then they called up Lionel Richie, and Lionel Richie got out of the audience and came up there and sang uh, his song, um, the one where he says, uh, Let the music play on, play on, play on. Oh, yeah. You know that one? Yeah. Um, everybody's it. Is dancing on the ceiling? No. Uh, Wild romance before the party, party, fiesta, forever. Come on and sing along all night long. All one. night. Yes, that's the one he all sang. Night. Hey, I feel very he, spontaneous see, right now. We're just singing along. <laughs> so, anyway, it was one of those you kind of like tapped your feet along and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you know. And um, I saw this quote afterwards. I actually um, saved it on here because it was funny. Somebody was like, um, Lionel Richie joined in a Lionel Richie tribute performance, basically because he was the only one that had anything to do with being in a Lionel Richie. Because <laughs> 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 everybody else, you're like, hey, hey, happy y'all weren't alive when he's singing these songs, yep. you know? So it was just funny, but... They did a good job. I don't think there was anything disgraceful about any of them, even Luke Bryan. Yeah. And Luke Bryan, he got up there, and at least you got to look at him for a little bit. I mean, let's be honest. I don't like country music, but he is a looker. I mean, we're not blind. Okay. (laughs) Um, So if you get a chance to go back and look at any of the clips from the Grammys, oh, another big moment was that they did a live feed, basically, to Broadway in New York, the, the Broadway did a live performance from Hamilton. Have you heard of that play? Yes. Okay. It's been a while, okay. but yes. It is the rapping, rhyming story of Alexander Hamilton. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. And it's, How funny is that? Yeah. And so after they did this broadcast, which 
by the way, was sick. It was stupid good. Sick as in good, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, good. Yeah. good it good, was good, real good. good. And yeah. they did it again. It was live. So they, you know, uh, Stephen Colbert was there oh. in New York and he was like, you know, listening for the feed and like the audience was behind him. They're all waving and stuff, trying to be on camera. Cause here you're feeding into the Grammys. And so they did a live performance. Well, then, um, Hamilton actually won a Grammy later because of their cast recording. Yes. So you got to see them like accept it. And he accepted it in like a rhythm and rhyme, just like the play is. <gasps> oh, and it was that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. The day after that play, um, happened on the Grammys. They announced that Hamilton was coming to Charlotte. Really? Yes. Um, And, again, the tweet was funny. It was like, we've got good news and we've got bad news. You got to get a sneak peek of Hamilton, the hottest play on Broadway during the Grammys. But, unfortunately, now tickets are sold out until 2023. (laughs) So, yeah. So, I'm pretty sure when Hamilton comes around town, it's going to be hard-pressed to get some tickets. But Mm. it was pretty darn cool. If I say so myself. Well, Alexander Hamilton, quite the looker, if you just go by his picture on the, is it the $20 bill? Yes, okay. I think so, right? Okay. You know, I, I like, yeah, I like Yeah, his, I and like this is like a rap. It's like a rap version. And the guy's like, you know, who are you? And he's like, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. I was watching. I'm like, what is happening? It was, I don't understand. And then somebody else comes up and says, I'm the guy who shot Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> God. So it was, maybe I should try out for that play. Yeah. Because I sound good, right? Yes. <laughs> so I sound awesome. <laughs> All right. So that's your Grammys fix. Mm-hmm. Um, you should um, definitely go back and watch a couple of little YouTube videos on those. From I, I highly encourage the Lionel Richie tribute. I'm to totally going to watch you to it. sleep tonight. Yep. Um, speaking of watching, what are you watching on TV? Um, I have jumped on the, uh, the, um, hello. It just got out of my head. The name of the show that you love so much. That I have watched, binge watched every episode. On Netflix? Yes. Stephen Avery. Making a Murder. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So have you finished it? I have finished it. Did he do it? Did you watch it? I did. All of it. So did Abigail. So we're all clear. Okay. So spoiler alert. Plug your ears out there. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I was like mad, mad believing that he was innocent. Screaming at the TV, innocent. Mm -hmm. Until the blood in the car didn't come from the vial. Right. Where'd that come from? Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just at that episode that I started to waver to think that maybe he was guilty. Abigail, yes or no, did he do it? Abigail says yes. What do you think? Yes. Yeah. Why do you think? Because I think that even though he was actually proven innocent on the very first, you know, that we find out the very first, he's been in prison for 18 years. Right. For... Something he didn't do. For something that was proven by DNA that he did not do. I think if you put any person, whether they are the sanest of people and soundest of minds, in a prison setting for 18 years when they know that they did not do something, Mm -hmm. you are bound to make them cuckoo. Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yes. 
And I believe that that has seriously had an effect on him. And he's, I mean, as you will see in the show, it's not like, it's not like he's got a normal setting per se of like family and surroundings. Right. So I feel, I feel like he's kind of got that against him a little bit. Yeah. But to have been in prison for 18 years and be pissed off as it is already, you know, and then have that anger built up in you and have just, I mean, who knows what happened during those 18 years? He was a boy when he went into prison, a boy, you know, and he just, it was not, he lost a lot of that frontal lobe formation in prison. And who knows what happened, but I think it made him a little, little out there. You think he just snapped? Yes. See, because at first I was like, no, 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 no. He did not do it. I loved his lawyer, um, the Dean Stange guy. I loved him. I loved his, his, with the second trial. Yeah. You know, with the first trial, it was very interesting to hear how the lawyers got him out, um, all this other stuff, you know, he comes home and it's very heartwarming. And then you're like, okay, he has an opportunity to take this, um, incredible mistake or not. If the police of the County had anything to do with it, it, it's his opportunity to then become an advocate for those who maybe didn't have fair DNA, Uh uh um, possibilities back in the day or, you know, whatever. But snapping like that, and then, you know, of course, with his nephew, I thought the nephew is just saying that he was involved because he just wants to go back. Because it's his uncle. Yeah. He's just like, I'm just doing what he, he said to know. do yeah. and whatever. Yeah. And, but I was so, 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 I was like, you have no evidence. I realized, of course, that I was seeing a show that only... They were going to only show you so much evidence with it. So I realized there's three sides to every story, and we were seeing one side. Right. But then when they said that the blood from the vial did not, it, it didn't have that mixture in yep. it, mm-hmm. that it was just blood, that's when I started to have that reasonable mm-hmm. doubt in my head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I was like, where's the blood in the trailer on the bed? And, you know, all this. Well, they assumed that she was cut up in the bed because Brendan said she was, mm-hmm. but okay. It still doesn't take away from the fact that she was probably killed by right. Stephen and his nephew. And so it just, it made me very sad to think because I fell in love with his mom. Uh-huh. She, you know, she just, she just looked really, really worn and rough, of and course. I loved her. And her son was put in prison for eighteen years for something he didn't do, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, and then he's got his girlfriend going to prison, and she's obviously an awesome influence on him. She's you know, I mean, a it's star just, citizen. Yeah, it's yeah. just <laughs> the, the. I mean, well, half the family. Yeah. You know, I mean, at one point they said something about they wanted him to get caught for this, and then their other, you know, it yeah. was just come on, like. It just doesn't sound like he quite had, he didn't have the opportunity to be innocent. It's almost like his path was set for him somehow. And it's unfortunate. And he just, and I even questioned after I watched it, I was just like, how could he be so stupid to kill somebody and not think that he's not going to get caught? And the person I was talking to said, you did watch how he was. Yeah. 
there wasn't really a lot of IQ going on there. Right. So he probably didn't think about that. Or think about how to clean it up or how to take care of it so that it was hidden better instead of just pushing the car behind another tarp. Yeah. You know, I mean, those things. That was something a child would do. That's something that people that don't have it all together or have been traumatizing somehow don't care about. Yeah. And he probably thought he was a little untouchable. He just had a freaking bill named after him. Yeah. You know, he was getting ready to get bank. Yeah. So yeah. Like, what are you going to do? So do you remember in the very last episode when they haven't, no, it wasn't the last episode. It was the, the second to the last when Stephen Avery is waiting for his final verdict to come in and he's sitting in whatever room that they put the lawyer and, and, um, and Stephen in and Stephen is being interviewed, video interviewed by the lawyer. Yes. And so the lawyer is asking questions to him, you know, about what you expect to happen and, you know, how does this make you feel, whatever. And there's that moment you can see where Stephen's trying to come up with the words to say. And he looks at the camera In and he stares. Way. Did you not get creeped it's out? Creepy. It's creepy when anybody looks at a camera to me. For psychologists say... Nerd card alert here, by the way. Psychologists say <laughs> if you are quiet or you stare for more than four seconds, that's when it becomes uncomfortable. Weird. I know, right? Four seconds? Four seconds. That was four seconds right there. That was, <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> it was, was weird. It was so weird. <clears throat> Goodness. So that's what I'm watching. That and complete dichotomy here. I'm also binge watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Because oh, really? that show is because freaking that hilarious. That one will be the complete opposite of that. Complete. <clears throat> I've got some new stuff that I've binge watched lately. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if... Um, oh, by the way, yeah. did you know that Netflix... Because I take it, obviously, you've got Netflix. Yes. You watch this. Abigail, you've got Netflix. Right. Okay. So did you know that Netflix knows how long you personally take to find something that you're browsing through and it like can read you, it knows where to put the titles on your stream, you know, as you're flipping to the right, 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 right. Mm -hmm. It knows where to put certain things because it knows how long you've been browsing. Oh, hell. Yep. (laughs) That could be so bad for me. Yep. (laughs) And you know what I'm really bad about is like at night going to bed, I like to put on like maybe a movie I've seen before. Yes. And let it. So you can fall asleep to it. Because I don't care then, right? Right. Because if I watch something I haven't seen, I'll stay up all damn night. Yes. And I will flip, 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 flip till I find something that's just the perfect mix of entertaining enough that I can listen to it and be like, oh, I love this movie. Or then, but not be pissed off if I fall asleep. Yes. Yes. So Netflix is probably like, make up your mind. (laughs) Like, it's not. They're probably just really pissed at me all the time. (sighs) Anyway, I just saw that the other day. I was like, wow, it's literally Netflix knows how long you browse through titles before you give up. Really? Yeah, like it knows. Because I have given up before. I've given up and just either turned off the TV uh-huh. or turned to like like cable, normal normal TV. What's that? I know. So it's anyway, wow. interesting. So um, based on what I've been watching lately, um, let's see. 
I, of course, watched Downton Abbey. Yes. And I have sneak peeked all the way through the end and watched it illegally. Okay. So I've seen it. No judgment here. All the way through. Okay. And so you know what happens? I do. Okay. I do. I obviously am not caught up. Right. But I have two episodes from this season. I mean, like you're on this season, though, obviously. Yeah, I'm on this season, but for some reason, the DVR or whatever you call it now did not record Sunday nights. So Mm -hmm. I've got that one. Then I think there's like one more. Yeah. Or two more. So maybe I'm three behind. And like the last season, I mean, the last episode is like a long one, like an hour and a half or something. Okay. Yeah, anyway, but it's the end in forever, ever. Aww. I know. So anyway, watch that. Okay. I'm moving on now because it's done. So I binged watched seven seasons in- of Nurse Jackie. And how long? Um, I mean, it was a, it was a while. I mean, it was maybe over a month or something. Okay, so not like over a weekend. <gasps> no. Okay, all right. But it's seven seasons. Yeah, that's okay? a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> all right. Nurse Jackie was on Showtime. Okay. And I've never had Showtime, but I've heard of Nurse Jackie, and I watched it. I watched the first episode just because it kept popping up in my feed saying, you should watch this. It's recommended for you, recommended for you. Okay. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Edie it Falco, is, right? Edie Falco, and it is dark and twisted and weird and dark comedy, okay. which I like because I get it. Yeah. Um, and it has uh, Peter Fascinelli. Fascinelli. What else has he been in? Uh, um, he was in that 90s movie. Um, Oh, I need my IMDb. Oh my right gosh, now. I know, right. He used to be married to Jenny Garth um, from Ooh. 90210 fame. I think I know who you're talking yeah. about, but I did not realize that was his name. Yeah, and he. Um, sort of rolls off the tongue, it sounds like. Fascinelli. That's, that's him. I'm showing you a picture of him right now. Recognize him at all? Yeah, he's. He's in Twilight. Twilight! That doesn't help you though. That does it? doesn't help me. Whoops. No, but he's he's a looker. He is. He was. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see if there was anything else that he was. Can't hardly wait. That's the '90s movie I was thinking about. Uh, riding in cars with boys. Um, of course, in Twilight, he plays the dad. Um, Nurse Jackie was just my favorite though, because I think he was awesome in it. Okay. Um, just to let you know what's so super funny again, it was on showtime so they can get away with a lot. Right. So the premise is, and this is no secret. I'm not giving anything away. Okay. The premise is she's a nurse Mm -hmm. who's a great nurse. Like she's tough. She's hard as nails. She's kind of the untitled leader of the group. Okay. Everybody looks up to her. But she's a pill popper. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, she's like a hardcore pill popper. No other pill popper. Full access. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Well, sort of. You got to get into the pharmacy first. Yes. In the hospital. Does she have an inside scoop, can you say? On the show? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, I got to so watch this. Yeah. And, but Dr. Cooper, which is played by Peter Fascianelli. Okay. okay. I just like saying his name like that. He plays a fairly young doctor that um, was raised by two women. Okay. So he's got two moms, and right. he loves them both, and he's super cool, and he thinks he's awesome and whatnot. But he's got a um, form of Tourette's. 
that when he when he gets nervous, he inappropriately grabs a woman's breast. And, and he just sort of stands there like that. Yeah. And he's like, you know, it's involuntary. I can't, I, I'm sorry, you know? And so they start to figure it out after a while. And finally, like the women in front of him are always like, Coop, that's enough. Like, just take <laughs> your hand off. But it's, and it's not overly used. It's just enough. Um, but there's a side character named Zoe that comes in as like the little peppy nurse. That's the opposite of a pill popper. Okay. And the chemistry is just Really cool. Okay. So I recommend Nurse Jackie to anyone. Nurse Jackie. Yep. The other binge that I have had on my late nights has mm-hmm. been uh, the new Netflix series called Love. Okay. And it's put out by Netflix. Okay. It just came out, which means that it had the whole season put out at once. Okay. So like right. House of Cards or anybody, you know, those do. Um, and it is written by Judd Apatow. Yes. Okay. Yes. And the other guy who's in it, and I forget his name, Paul Rust is his name. Um, Paul Rust used to be a writer for um, Arrested Development, and he was a writer for like some community and Parks and Rec episodes. Okay. But he's also been an actor. He was in Inglorious Bastards, and he's really awkward and goofy and nerdy looking. Yeah. But he's acting in this show and it's him and this other girl who she used to be on community as well. If you've ever watched community, you'll recognize her, but it's a little off color as well. I mean, it's pretty crude as in the language is really bad. Um, but it's, it's, you know, if you've ever liked parks and rec or community or arrested development or any of those shows have watched every single one of them, you will like this episode, these shows, because some people I think couldn't watch it because they're like, Come on with it. But, you know, you're literally just watching somebody's lives in a comedic way. Oh, I love (laughs) that. So, anyway, love is all it's called is love. Okay. It's pretty funny. So, first season's out. It's 10 episodes. I would watch that. All right. So, that's what I've been binge watching lately. Wow. Looking for some new stuff now. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, so I have a pretty stellar wrap up list here of this and that. All right. We always wrap up the show. Actually haven't done it in a while. Okay. And I've acquired some, I think pretty, pretty snazzy questions here. I can't wait. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Abigail, you play too. Tea or coffee? Coffee. I'm coffee. Okay. Pirates or ninjas? Pirates. Pirates. Ah, see, I think I'm a ninja. <laughs> My both family's from the coast. Both of y'all are pirates. Okay, yeah. I think I think I'm a ninja. I want to be a ninja. Pancakes or waffles? Mm. Abigail says pancakes. I'm going to say waffles. I'm going to go pancakes. Mm, mm. That was a tough one. It is a tough one. Yeah, because it all depends what you put on it. Because now I want waffles. I know, right? Because it sounds awesome. <laughs> Head first or feet first? Feet first. What? Fear, fear, fear. <laughs> I'm going to bust my head open. No. Nobody wants that. What am I jumping? You can't ask questions. Oh, feet. Head first or feet first? Feet. Mm, I'm head first. Why? Go hard or go home. No, I'm afraid my neck will break. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Manicure or pedicure? <gasps> Abigail, 
pedicure. Abigail says pedicure. I definitely say pedicure because I've got a foot fetish for people who what? have foot fetish. I oh. I would I've actually had a conversation with my husband that if he would consider it cheating if I had someone rub my feet that was not married to me and I didn't have to pay for it because they liked it, I would be okay with that. <laughs> I'm on the search for somebody with a foot fetish. Are yeah. we done talking about my yeah, brother yeah, yeah, now? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I just plugged my ears when I heard you say my <laughs> no, husband. No, no, no. I, I just and I, I talked to him That's about my brother. It, so. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I say pedicure as well. Yeah. Not for the same reason you do. <laughs> Stickers or stamps? I'm going to go stickers. Both of y'all are stickers? Yeah. I think I'm stamps. Why? Stickers leave residue behind. They do. Mm-hmm. Like gooby gone stuff. Um, emotional or physical? Get on it, get serious. Emotional for Abigail. Emo. You know, I'm going to go physical because the older I get, also the more someone is overly emotional, it gets on my nerves. I'm physical as well. Yeah. All day long. All my life. So emo. <laughs> yeah, Abigail's that hipster emo so back there. You're emo, so I guess that means we're fizzo. Fizzo. Fizzos. Uh, salt or pepper? Salt, because salt. it makes things taste Both better. of you are salt? No, yeah. I'm pepper. I don't use salt at all. <laughs> Um, fruits or vegetables? Vegetables. Abby says vegetables. I'm going to say vegetables. Mm, yeah, I'm going to go vegetables too. Yeah. Um, fried or scrambled? Scrambled. Scrambled. Both of y'all scrambled. I'm fried <laughs> over medium. <laughs> Zoo or aquarium? Abigail. Abigail says aquarium. I'm going to say aquarium. I'm going to go zoo. I just like being inside. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you said that. Abigail said she likes being inside. I've walked around for a long time. Yes. In an aquarium, you are 100% going to see an animal. At a no, zoo, it's in a, hot. In and an if they're aquarium, hot, it's mucky. And it feels like salt water air is just... It's We're pirates. Me. We're pirates. That's why I'm the ninja. Yeah, because see? you could like ninja it out at the zoo and nobody yeah. would ever see you. Oh, goodness. <laughs> hey, uh, shower or bath? Shower. That was not convincing, one bit. No, I, I say shower just because somebody said one time, a long time ago to me, that when you're in a bath, you're basically stewing in your own juices. That's what I think. And it icked me out, so I don't do it anymore. I'm shower all day long because I think I got scarred by watching a video of a uh, uh, a water birth. Uh, that's, abs- that's absolute proof that you're sitting in your own gunk. Nah. Because they're just hanging out. Now, I know that's all beautiful, and that's an amazing thing, and I get that. I've got kids. I think it's fabulous. But when you had a water burst, she was sitting in her own stuff, right? So yeah. I'd imagine, you know, it's like if I'm in the bathtub scrubbing like you should be yeah. to get your gunk off, where does that go? 
and she had to get a shower after the bath. So shower trumps every time. Shower trumps bath. Yeah. What'd you say, Abigail? Yeah. Oh, shower. she. Okay. And she didn't have a choice now because now she's grossed <laughs> out. Now she's like, shower, shower, shower. She knows to Soupy bath. It's weird. She was like, oh, I really love a bath. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Shower. <laughs> Cotton candy or funnel cake? Cotton candy. Both of y'all, I'm funnel cakes. Yep. I like elephant ears. Yep. Okay. Just because right before I fell asleep last night, I started having a craving for cotton candy. Mm, I don't like cotton candy at all. You don't like the texture? I don't. Yeah. I don't like the texture, and I don't like the fact that something disappears in my mouth just by holding it there. <laughs> like, <laughs> just melt. Where does it go? <laughs> That's not normal. I don't like that at all. <coughs> Fly or drive? Fly. Drive. Ooh, Abigail says, hell no, mm-hmm. drive. One flight. And did you white knuckle it the whole time? What? White knuckle, holding on to the railings, getting your knuckles all white. I can't remember. Oh, because were you drugged up? Were you, <laughs> she, were you junk? Were you, were you trying well, to. Oh, um, no, so you weren't Aww, drunk. Yeah. But, but did they have to give you some sort of medication <laughs> to stabilize you? Why? Yep. Yep. So I think the answer is. I yes. would say fly. Yep. I agree. Because I love it. I love it. I like going to the airport. I like getting someplace sooner. So yeah. Airport. I like that feeling right when you go up in mm-hmm. the air and your stomach drops just a little bit. Yep. I like that. Yep. All about the journey, man. <laughs> Abigail wants to take your time. Just, <laughs> just let me coast and ride. Mm-hmm. Me, my emo self. Yeah. Surf or turf. I'm going to say surf. Both of y'all said surf. Y'all should be besties. Yes. Y'all have the same answers. Yes. I say turf. (laughs) (laughs) William or Harry? Harry. Harry? Yes, it is. How dare you ask that? I can't believe you. I can't believe you're in here right now. You never get to play again. It's Harry. It's always Harry. Yeah, yeah. It's Harry. It's Harry. I agree. It's Harry. It's got to be Harry. And we haven't heard much about them in a while, which is a good thing. Yes, it is. He got a little out of control there for a bit. Yeah, but need to reel it in. It's all good. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in, Harry. You know that he's got a niece now named Charlotte, which is my daughter's name, which I think is appropriate. Let's just say. Yep. Pretty much. Yep. All right. That's all I got for you today. Yeah. Thanks, Suzanne. Thanks for having me. This Super was fun. Super fun. Yep. And see, go be spontaneous and watch some Lionel Richie. I'm going to go back to my office and sing Lionel Richie and dance. And dance without yep. even somebody telling you to do it. Yep. Do it, girl. I'm doing it. All right. Thanks, Abigail, for playing along. Thanks. Even though all your answers were wrong. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so thanks everybody for listening out there. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, once again, this is Chick Chat on the Mesh. You can find us at themesh.tv. That's our website with lots of other shows on there, super cool content and original stuff that we produce here in Hickory, North Carolina. We have a voicemail line that you can call in and leave a voicemail. And if you're super nice, I'll play it on the air. If you're super mean, I'll just keep it to myself and tuck it in my pocket. (laughs) Voicemail line is 828-619-0048. And you can email us for more information or if you have a question at info at themesh.tv. And, of course, we're always on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter at TheMeshTV. So um, that's all I got. And it's been fun. And until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. 
You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.